It's a special Procrastinating Replay episode. One thing that's for certain is that baking is a science. It's time to listen to a special guest give his ode to baking chemistry. Let's see if this familiar voice garners any reactions. Hello, my name is Walter. You may call me Heisenberg, and I am something of a cook myself. So let's talk about recipe, or in my case, I prefer a formula. Now, a recipe is a set of ingredients and instructions that you will use to make your product. However, a formula has the ingredients listed by percentage and weight. It includes processing instructions and is standardized to consistently make your product. It allows you to choose the individual sizes of your batches without compromising purity. This is why I prefer to use formulas. Now, many people don't see it this way, but cooking is a form of chemistry. Now, some people say that chemistry is the study of matter, but I prefer to say that chemistry is the study of change. And this somehow allows your final product to be greater than the sum of its parts. It's art, really. And if I know these procrastinators as well as I think I do, after listening to this podcast, you will be making delicious food at 99.1% purity. Imagine what you could do with that quality of product. I am Walter White, and I endorse the Procrastinating Podcast. Rachel, I have something I'm dying to know. Did you watch Sesame Street as a child? And if so, who was your favorite character? I did. I loved Sesame Street. I loved watching Big Bird and Snuffleupagus. Um, these days, I probably relate more to Oscar the Grouch. But back then, um, Cookie Monster was definitely my favorite. Oh, so happy. Me so happy to hear that, Rachel. Oh, me so happy. Me so happy to be here. And for me to be interview guest on the podcast today. Yes, me ready. <laughs> oh, well, hello, Cookie Monster. <laughs> hello. Uh, it's so sweet of you to want to be an interview guest on our show today, but we didn't have you scheduled. How did you even get into this recording session? <laughs> oh, well, that, yes, that interesting story. Yes, me, me publishers say, you talk about me favorite food today. Cookies! So... <laughs> Me say, me have to be on Procrastinate Baking Podcast to be cookie expert for episode. Well, your publicist is correct. Today is our cookie episode. And while we appreciate your cookie expertise, Louise and I did lots of prep and feel pretty good about handling this episode on our own. However, can I offer you one of my cookies that I made for this episode for your troubles? Oh, well, me said to not do podcast today. Aww. Aww. But be always happy to eat cookies. Why, this is a delicious cookie, Rachel. Me belly is happy. Me go now. Okay, bye. <laughs> wow, that was an exciting and random visit from Cookie Monster. So, 
Rachel, now might be a good time to introduce our special guest to our listeners. He was in the kitchen, probably mixing himself a rum runner or another type of cocktail while we were catching up. Perfect. Yes. In honor of National Rum Day, celebrated on August 16th, we have asked everyone's favorite and permanently tipsy pirate scoundrel, Jack Sparrow, to speak with us today regarding his favorite spirit. Yes, of course. Thank you. Thank you very much. First of all, first of all, it's Captain Jack Sparrow. It's Captain. Just wanted to set the record straight. My apologies. I didn't go to Captain School for nothing. It's uh, just a little joke to break the ice, as it were. Uh, secondly, uh, no, I'm just ecstatic, beyond ecstatic, to be here and talk about all things rum. Of course, you know, I'm a big advocate of rum and you know if it was <laughs> if it was all up to me I'd there would be un, unlimited quantities of rum everywhere you know very easily accessible <laughs> um well we are so honored to have you here captain i had no idea you went to captain school uh that's pretty cool and thank you for helping us start off our rum happy hour and why don't you tell us about the cocktail that you are sipping on that you will probably finish in about a minute or two? Well, of course, I've, I've got this cocktail here. But, um, you know, if, if I had it my way, I, my preferred way to drink rum is straight out of the bottle. But, you know, since I'm in the presence of you fine lasses, I understand that might be a bit unbecoming. So to make things a bit classy, I decided to make this hurricane, which is... If I'm not drinking rum straight, Hurricane is probably my favorite mixed cocktail with rum. You know, funny story, actually. It just reminded me. My favorite Hurricane to drink is actually it's from this place called Lafitte's. Lafitte's Blacksmith Bar Shop and located in what is now known as New Orleans. Actually, Lafitte and I go way back. We, we actually ran, you know, smuggling operations together right after the, the New World was discovered, so to speak, in what you now call the United States of America. Anyway, we just we did illegal operations. He eventually turned on me, Lafitte, and uh, you know started helping the uh, military there. And he even gave me gave me up, gave me away to um, General Andrew Jackson, who started looking for me. So obviously we had a falling out. I had to leave. I had to go on the run, as it were. And he still owes me money. But again, that's another story. <laughs> Wow, that's a good bit of uh, history that you just gave us. We are not a hundred percent sure if it's all accurate. Look, the history books, the history books are wrong. All right, the history books are wrong. A lot of people will say that he went into this this illegal smuggling business with his brother Pierre. That's not true. It's actually with me. We had a good moment there. We had a good moment before everything went bad, and I had to I had to flee uh, New Orleans. Anyway, uh, back to back to the hurricane. Yes, hurricane. Well, you know, later on. Uh, they opened, the, the, there was this building that is now known as Lafitte's Blacksmith Shop, but it was, uh, it's been there since the early 1700s, or late 1700s actually. So that building later on became Lafitte's 
blacksmith bar in, in honor of Jean, Jean Lafitte. That's where the best hurricane is. They started making those in, I believe, the 1940s. Um, and just a, just a brief aside, I understand lots of you are kind of questioning, how is it that I'm standing here in the year 20, 2020? Well, if you are as well-traveled a pirate as I am, you will come across lots of ancient curses here and there. And uh, long story short, I've stolen a lot of ancient cursed treasure, so I've lived a long, long time. Of course, at the uh, sacrifice of my own soul. So that puts that to bed. Anyway, back to the hurricane. So lots of people will say that um, <laughs> the best hurricane is located in New Orleans at a place called Pat O'Brien's. I'll respectfully disagree. It's obviously the original, but the best one, in my opinion, is at Lafitte's. Everything um, magical is in, is in that hurricane. I'm sorry, I keep, I keep cutting well, you that off. Was a very, no, no, it's fine. It was very thorough history, right, Rachel, of crime? And yes, very intriguing. Rum. <laughs> um, I'm wondering, though, Captain Jack, can you tell us what's in a hurricane? I'm very yes, curious. of course, love. In a hurricane, there's so many wonderful things. Of course, there's lots of rum, light rum, dark rum, and a bit of uh, very strong rum, all types of rum, personally. I love it with a bit of passion fruit juice, maybe sometimes with some guava juice. People like to use lime juice, orange juice, and of course garnish it with a slice of uh, orange and a cherry. Literally the cherry on top that makes makes it wonderful and magical. Oh, well, that sounds it lovely. It does sound good. Good summer drink. Yes, very summery. <laughs> I don't know if you've had one of these, Captain, but I really like a Mai Tai, which I think is a mixture of dark rum and light rum. And it has pineapple juice in it, grenadine, and I think orange juice. I had one of those in Hawaii for the first time, and I really like it. Do you have a favorite cocktail, Rachel? A rum cocktail? I like rum cocktails in general, much like the captain here. <laughs> but I think a Bahama Mama has rum in it, and I like those. Ooh, a Bahama Mama. That sounds very refreshing. Yes, very fruity. So, Captain Jack, You're I'm right. not sure what you remember from when we set this up, but we are a baking podcast and would like to talk to you a little about baking with rum and share some of our favorite rum recipes with you and with our listeners. Yes, of course. I'd be very happy to learn as much as I can about because oh, this is fascinating. I've just just learned about the idea of baking with rum very recently. It's just something that's very fascinating to me and I'd love to learn as much as I can, and of course, I, I don't discriminate. I love rum in all forms. Full disclosure, of course, I'm a bit, uh, what's the word, buzzed right now. So <laughs> we'll see how much of this uh, I'll retain. Well, we won't give you a test later. How about I go first? I think the very best thing I've made with rum was actually a peach cheesecake. But before you make the cheesecake, you roast the peaches in rum. And I think, oh. if I'm mis not mistaken, the recipe called for bourbon. But I went over to my dad's house and was like, hey, what do you have that I can roast these peaches in? And he had some white rum. And mm. I used that and it was really good. I could eat the peaches straight once they'd been roasted in the rum. But also Ooh, some, some of them really in good. the cheesecake. And then some of them make it just a really beautiful roasted rum and peach topping. Sounds very delicious. Was very good. I've made, you know, some rum cakes and different things with um, rum and chocolate. But that peach cheesecake is by far my favorite. Yeah. What about you, Lou? I have not used rum too much in baking. I think that 
most of the time I end up using like brandy or bourbon. But I did make a rum bundt cake last year that was really good. And it was really rummy. Like the rum <laughs> flavor was a lot stronger than expected. So I think I remember we shared it with some of Raul's friends after a, a Dungeons and Dragons session, and they were all like caught off guard by how much rum was in it. But the flavor in it was really, was really good. It was a nice combo of like a buttery, mm, like a butter rum, boozy cake. Don't yeah, apologize. that sounds good. Don't um, apologize. There's no such thing as being too boozy. I was just going to ask if you had <laughs> ever had that experience. Have you ever been shocked and ex- because something was stronger than you thought it was going to be. Um, that has been the only time where I've had something with alcohol, a baked good with alcohol in it, that I was like, whoa, that is a decent amount of rum. Like you could really <laughs> taste it. And that's saying something because I once made a whiskey cake that also had mm. almost the same impact on me, but the rum one was definitely stronger. So, so that's probably my favorite thing that I've made. I also did make some mojito bars that I think I got from you, Rachel, or I know you've made. I forgot mojito about bars those. Before. Yeah, those were good too. Mojito, yeah. I've not had the yeah. pleasure. What is it? Spanish? <laughs> yeah. So it's um, a mojito is white rum with sugar. You're like, um, what do you call it? You're blending the sugar and the mint leaves together, yeah. muddling muddling and then you um put white rum and you top it with like club soda mm. really good from cuba mm, very lovely i've not had the pleasure of sailing to cuba oh, i was gonna say i feel like you've probably done something no, one of the few places one of the Not few yet. places i have yet to travel <laughs> well there's still time well captain it's been really fun having you here but i know that you are really busy today with pirating or you know whatever it is that you mm spend your days doing. So we want to thank you for joining us for our rum happy hour discussion. Well, I love to say and chit chat, of course, but got to get back to the pool. I can't be in one place for too long. For some reason, every country I travel to, there's always someone looking for me, usually wanting some money or something. It's, I don't understand because of course I'm, I'm an honorable man, Savvy. I've turned over a new leaf. I don't lie, cheat, or steal anything. So I'm the, I'm the victim, really. Captain, I'm the victim. what is that in your pocket? Is that my silverware? Oh, um, honestly, love, I don't know how that ended up in my pocket. <clears throat> um, it must have just fallen in there. Anyway, here you go. I'll let you have that back. I apologize. Thank you. Yes, and of course, I bid you all adieu. Oh, well, bye, Captain. Bye-bye. The, the, the first not without my effects. This has been Procrastinating. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts and leave a good review. You can also subscribe to us on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and many more. You can also subscribe to our RSS feed directly from our website at ProcrastinatingPodcast.com. Also, feel free to follow us and give us your feedback on social media, on Instagram at, at ProcrastinatingPodcast and Facebook at Facebook.com slash ProcrastinatingPodcast. Procrastinating is hosted and created by Rachel Rhodes and Luisa Gonzalez, produced and edited by Raul Ceballos, theme music by Alex Walker-Smith, and show artwork by Rob Demers. Demers.